Welcome to Inside Today's Country, the show that gets the real stories from today's country stars, stories you haven't heard anywhere else. Your host is Tim Black. Tim has been on the radio interviewing the biggest stars in the business and discovering new talent for more than 20 years, and now in his very own podcast. Are you ready? Let's go Inside Today's Country. On this edition of Inside Today's Country, we catch up with Samara Young. You'll remember her from this song. She has a brand new single out. We'll talk about it. Plus, we find out how she got into singing. My dad actually played in a rock band when I was younger. So I grew up on like Loverboy and Streetheart. All that and more as we go inside today's country with Samara Young next. Well, it's a pleasure to welcome this lady onto uh, Inside Today's Country this week. Uh, You will recognize her from a single that she had last year uh, by the title Swerve. She was the iHeartRadio Futures star, and now she's out with a brand new single, which we'll get to in a bit. It is Samara Young, live from a spin studio, and we're going to talk about that as well. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a little echoey. I, I didn't have time to run home between interviews. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. So you're literally, you're in, um, let's talk about the spin studio. Uh, you teach spin class? I do, yeah. It's called Inner Cycle Spin Studio here in Yorkton. And uh, my boss, Bailey, has been absolutely wonderful to help let me like borrow the studio to do all of my video lives because we had to obviously adjust how we did our spin classes during this whole pandemic. So we are like set up for direct sound and direct video right at the studio. So instead of trying to do it in two places, we just decided and with her approval, obviously, that we would just come here and do all of our television spots from the studio because we already know it's working and it's our rig that's running the sound. So, you know, it's like a shared deal. Sure. Now, have you been actually doing spin classes during like COVID-19 during the pandemic? Yes. So um, when the studio shut down, it was uh, we shut down on a Tuesday okay. and I had done a class on Monday. So it was really sad because I was expecting to come back and ride two more times that week. And it felt really like sad and empty. But um, Bailey was really great. She just like right away, we started to adapt and adjust and she rented the bikes out and they dropped them off at uh, we had 25 bikes, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she dropped them off at people's houses and, and uh, rented them shoes and weights as well, because those are all provided when you come to the class. And uh, she's been ha- she's had them rented out for two months now, and all of the motivators have been coming in, obviously one at a time, and just doing our classes live on Twitch TV, so um, everybody can ride at home. I had to buy myself a bike though, because all of our obviously our riders got the bikes first, yeah, and I didn't have one, and I was like, I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to motivate <laughs> if I don't ride for ever. So wow. I uh, bought myself a bike, and uh, I've been riding along at home too. How did you get into uh, into teaching spin? 
Um, so uh, the type of spin classes that we do, they're um, beat-based. So everything we do is in time for the music. Um, I was a dancer for eight years and a competitive skater for like, I don't know, 12 or 15. Okay. And um, music for me, obviously, is part of my life. And when the spin studio opened, I just had my daughter. So I didn't join as soon as they opened. But right. um, as soon as I started coming to classes, I like fell in love right away. Because it's all in time to music, which whenever I used to try to run, like I hate running and I'm a horrible runner, but when I used to try to run the music, would always throw me off. So I'd be like running fast to one song and then slow to the next one. And you know, just my instincts were to do it in time to the music. So as soon as I started coming to these classes, I like fell in love and, um, they asked me to be a motivator about a year later. Mm -hmm. And of course I said, yes, like, why not? I love doing it. And you might as well, like, you know, make a job out of it. Right. That's crazy. Uh, you must have like super strong legs then. Uh, you bet. Um, <laughs> I mean, being, <laughs> being a figure skater for a long oh, yeah. time, okay, uh, right. you know, I never really lost a lot of that muscle. And I, I've, I've always like worked out at home. I've done a lot of home workouts and stuff. Mm -hmm. Gyms weren't really my thing. Just, um, I don't know. I've just never really liked going to the gym. I don't like treadmills and things like that. And right. I never knew what I was doing with any other equipment. So, okay. <laughs> you know, this was just like perfect for me. So it was, yeah, great. And yeah, I have really strong legs. <laughs> I got I, I to gotta tell you, we, we have actually tried a couple of spin classes. Um, my wife and I uh, tried one, uh, I guess, a couple of times now. And both of us, I mean, we're, we were avid cyclers uh, when we were in our much younger ages. And uh, I got to tell you, it they it the class both of the times that we did it just whooped our butts. Like I, what is the tip for getting through a, a spin class? Like you know, should you start slowly or what do you what would you recommend uh, um, you know, going through? We always we always tell people like especially in the first classes like cause there's a lot of choreography that goes along with our classes as well. So okay, I would suck has, at that. Like, I would I, I could not do that. I am not. <laughs> yeah, there's like we do what we call like pumps and dips, and there's a lot of choreography. Um, but what we tell people, especially like new riders, is really your goal, and it takes like three to ten classes to figure out what we're even telling you to do. So we are here just to keep the positive energy, to keep your legs moving, and mm. that's really all you're supposed to do. Is the the first couple classes is to just come and observe right. and just get those legs moving, get that heart pumping and, and just like, see how fun it can be. Like the best thing about these classes too, is like, we do it in the dark with like club lights. So it's, nobody can see you. Wow. Like it's great. Like it is. And I think that was my favorite part was the, the whole atmosphere of the studio. So, um, and, and the positive energy, again, we call ourselves motivators because we're here to motivate you to, you know, believe in yourself and to, to do things that you never thought you could and to push yourself outside those comfort zones and to just come get a good sweat on as a group, which Obviously, we don't get to do right now, but we we do it through the TV. So if anyone's at home and wants to just like join along, you can totally do that, you know, on a treadmill or an elliptical or just walking on the floor, whatever you want to do, just get moving. Well, we've been trying to get quarantoned uh, over the last <laughs> yes. couple of months. I, 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 you know, I'm hoping that's working. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll okay, see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. I know. I, I, I'm trying to do the same thing. Like a lot of our motivators, we're trying to like, not because some of us don't have bikes at home, but uh, most of us do. But we're all just trying to stay active and keep ourselves in the best shape that we can because we're trying to be here for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, it's definitely 
difficult mm -hmm. and I'm finding it a struggle sometimes to motivate my own self to get, you know, down into my basement and on the bike, but right. we're getting there. I'm getting there. Well, we're getting, we're getting through it. Uh, during this whole time, you have decided that, Hey, let's drop a new single. And the title of the new <laughs> single is. In case you miss me. Let's talk about the new song a little bit. Tell me about it. Uh, the song itself, I fell in love with it right away. Like I love um, the whole like topic of the song. It's about a girl um, who obviously isn't with her boyfriend anymore, and but she's kind of regretting that decision. So the whole song is kind of her saying like, "Hey, like maybe we messed up a little bit. Maybe do you if you feel the same way, like." I'm on board. Maybe we should get back together. And, you know, in case you missed me, I'm feeling this way. So I hope you feel that way too. And I think it's just a great like take on a breakup because I don't think you see that a lot um, in storylines for breakup songs. Usually they're angry or, mm. you know, like done with you, but this is a really great uh, longing song and I really loved it. Yeah. I mean, it's got a, it's got a great message in it and uh, it has uh, certainly some energy to it, which I think is, is amazing. It's definitely a little bit different than your, you know, swerve from a year ago. Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, there's the common songwriter on it, Emily, um, who actually did the photography as well for my single. Mm -hmm. So she is a talented lady. Um, she's a great singer too, in case you want to check her out as an artist. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like we, I just love everything about Swerve. And it was, it was a really great love song. And like you said, upbeat songs, I think for females are actually kind of hard to find in general, mm -hmm. whatever the topic is. And when we got Swerve again, it was another situation where I like fell completely in love with it. And we were like a week out to the studio when we got Swerve and a similar situation happened with this one. We were all planned and ready to go. We had our, you know, top five songs. We knew we were cutting it down to three and we go to the studio and a week before Emily's like, Hey, do you, do you, what do you think about this song? And I was like, yep, that's a great one. So we grabbed in case you missed me and threw it on the album as well. Excellent. Now, where did you grow up and start doing country music? Well, I grew up in Yorkton. Like we moved to Yorkton when I was three and a half. So I've spent the majority of my life here in Yorkton. And um, my dad actually played in a rock band when I was younger. All so right. I grew up on like lover boy and street heart. And I actually lived in the Comus for a couple of years before we moved to Yorkton. And um, so I grew up with like Pat Benatar and, you know, Alana Miles. Those are the, the artists that I really grew up listening to. And like, and what brought you over to the country world? Uh, well, my dad started playing in a, in a country band here when we came to town. So I was about eight years old when he started playing in, in the country band. And, and that was when like Martina McBride and Jody Messina and Trisha Yearwood, um, you know, Michelle Wright, all of those artists were Patricia Conroy were huge. And I like fell in love with them instantly. Mm -hmm. You know, they're powerful uh, singers, they're beautiful women, they're empowering. And I just like really looked up to all of those females growing up. And that's really how I got into country music. But I, I feel like you can still hear the rock roots in there as well. Cause I mean, it, that'll always be a part of me. And, and I think it's a good meld for me to be able to bring the two worlds together. Martina McBride's eyes always capture me whenever she's singing. It's just so oh, she's amazing. something about that. What would be on uh, your playlist right now? Oh gosh, a lot of spin music. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Honestly, my Spotify account is like so like crazy. Um, when it gives me like our weekly playlist, it's got everything from like techno to you know country music 
it, it has a little bit of everything because my music, uh, what I listen to is so diverse. It's got Disney on there. I toured with the musical theater group for a while. So I listen to like a little bit of everything, mm -hmm. but I'm like super in love with Madeline Merlot, uh, Kiss Kiss right now. I think it's a great song. Now you have a, a little one as well, four-year-old little girl. Is that correct? I do, yes. And uh, what does she think about uh, what mom does? Um, She's torn. Okay. Like, music often takes me away because I tour or I, like, go on radio tours, and, and I, I often have to leave to do that. So she, like, she, I'll say, mommy's going for singing, and she'll say, I don't like you singing. But yet when she comes to a show, she wants to be on stage with me. So she like has a really love hate relationship with it, mm -hmm. but um, she loves music like as music is in general, like she sings constantly and you should hear her swing sing swerve like she belts it out and she's pretty good actually for four. But um, she has a love hate relationship with what I do. And now have you put her on a bike yet for spinning? Uh, yes, actually, that is so funny that you said that because on the weekend we just she got a bike for Easter from us, and she got stuck, um, like her training wheels hung her up, and then she oh, was just no. like, "Welcome to my spin class," and it was so <laughs> cute. I have it on video because it was just like the funniest thing ever, and she was like motivating from her bike with her helmet on in the middle of the campsite because we were camping, and it's so funny because. You know, kids really mimic and they really watch what you do. And it just like made me realize like she's watching really close. <laughs> Isn't it amazing when you when you finally get your kids on a bike with the training wheels? It's probably one of the cutest things that you'll you'll see as your children are growing up. It is. I love it. Um, she's really not good at using the brakes though, but she's got the <laughs> bail technique down. Oh, like good. she just swings That's her right. legs over and jumps off. <laughs> so Well, she'll she'll also learn just drop your feet and and uh you know, grind them into the uh, into the sidewalk or the or the gravel there, and, and go through. Yeah, a few... she's doing good. She's we're really proud of her. Like she picked it up pretty quickly, but it's just yeah, she's she's learning on gravel. So, you know, she fell a couple times and wasn't real happy about it. But <laughs> besides spinning, what does Samara Young like to do for fun? I love camping. We go camp. It's kind of like glamping, though. Oh, oh, like, oh like you're one of those camp. people, are you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. My, my, my wife would get along with you very well because we do the <laughs> we do the same thing. We we glamp. I I hear what you're saying. Yeah, we glamp, but we have a seasonal campsite and it's only about 45 minutes from town. So um, we do that on purpose because most years with music, I'm gone a lot. Mm -hmm. And I, like, I, like I said before, I worked full time as a pharmacy assistant as well. So um, it's good for us to just be able to like pop out to the lake real quick and, and everything's set up for us. So it's not like dragging the camper out and setting it up. And so right. we use our camper more like a, like a cabin. Right. And uh, my daughter cannot wait. She's been asking you to go camping since like December. She was really happy wow. when we got to go. Now, I mean, let's talk a little bit about this year has, has completely changed. Uh, how are you staying connected with your fans? You know, extra difficult because I, um, being a full-time pharmacy assistant, I don't have a lot of extra minutes in the day, but we're just trying to give them as much information as to, you know, the song and the single and, and you know, what's coming down the pipeline. We're working on getting together for a, a live Facebook or something like that soon. Um, the reason why we haven't done it yet, though, is because my dad is my guitar player and I don't play an instrument. So we were respecting the social distancing and the physical distancing. And I hadn't seen him for like a month and a half, which was also kind of difficult. Wow. So How did you get through that? It was difficult, but I mean, we, we knew we were doing it for like mm -hmm. 
the best reasons, right? So I'm luckily we live in the same town and there's a lot of phone calls and texting and all that kind of stuff, but right. not seeing my parents and them not seeing Nova for, you know, a month and a half was really, really difficult. I do work with my mom. So I got to see her at work, but it's a very different relationship at work, right? We're professional there. Right. And then, you know, we get to talk about the fun stuff after work. So it was hard. Um, there were some tears especially on my mom's part for not being able to see her grandchild. But we knew we had to do it for the right reasons. So we did. And then once, you know, the, they allowed us to see each other again and expand our households, we started to do that. And even then we haven't really seen my, my grandparents or Nova's great grandparents. So that's extra difficult knowing that Mm -hmm. we don't know how many years we have left. Right. So Mm -hmm. I definitely think that everybody is adapting uh, quite well and and adjusting and and doing what we have to to try to, you know, stay connected with everyone. And, you know, being an artist is very social and seeing our fans at shows and stuff is what drives our music. And and those fans are what keep us going. So it's extra difficult right now, not being able to, you know, see them in person and Mm -hmm. share our love with them um, and thank them for what they're doing. But I think everybody is doing their best to adapt to what we have to do. And, um, you know, you can see things live streams all the time and people just chatting with other artists and just trying to keep connected. And I think they're doing a great job. I think everyone's doing a great job. The new normal is going to be something very different for sure. Uh, especially, you know, artists usually meet fans and whatnot. I think that's going to, you know, going to change in the next while. I agree. And I I don't even know what that's going to look like at this point. No. Samara, where can people find you on social media so they can connect with you? You can find me on Instagram is probably my favorite. I love Instagram. I love sharing, (laughs) you know, my daughter. I love pictures. I love the positivity. I find Instagram very positive. So I love it there. Um, But Samara Young, if you just like Google search my name and just spell it S-A-M-A-R-A-Y-U-N-G. There's no O in Young. Yep. You will find me. I'm kind of all over the place. Excellent. Samara, thanks very much for hanging out with us today. You are such a positive spirit, and uh, enjoy those spin classes. Thank you so much, and and feel free to join. Oh, yeah, that's going to (laughs) happen for sure. I'm going to sign up right now. Yeah. Twitch TV. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm on that right now. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for listening to Inside Today's Country with Tim Black. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This has been a TimBlackOnAir.com production.